Welcome to the Mass Music Morning Show. On today's show, we're going to be having a draft because if you remember, a few weeks ago we had a draft of candy bars, which I definitely won, even though I had the last pick. We're joined here today, Shlomo, Pedro, Jake Liberty. Mm-hmm. Guys, what we're drafting today, sandwiches. Sammies. Now, before we begin the draft, what makes a good sandwich, in your opinion? Something that, you know, for me, it's got to be about the bread. If you get, a, let's even a burger, and, and the buns are, like, disintegrating in your hands, or it's okay if the burger's a little bigger than the buns, right? That's fine. But the bun has to hold up. And sometimes, to certain places, when you're eating it, it just disintegrates. I can't do it. It gets soggy. So the bread has to be on point. We were at Rosafa's Mediterranean Bistro in yes. Quincy the other day, and you tried for the first time a sourdough bun, I believe it was? Yeah. How was that for your experience? I'm not going to lie. It was pretty damn good. It was the uh, salmon, uh, I think it was arugula, little, you know, breakfast brunch kind of meal, and it mm-hmm. had the sourdough. And to be honest, not I wasn't a big fan of sourdough, at least the ones I've had in the past. And, uh, you know, traditionally, I've had them, and they've been very, like, hard and crunchy, <laughs> right? So when I bite into it, it cuts the roof of my mouth. I was like, I asked her, I'm like, is there any other breads? And she was just like, hey, wishy-washy. I said, you know what? I'll try it. I'll dabble. And I'm, I'm thankful I did because the bread was amazing. Pedro, what, what makes a good sandwich, you think? I want to say I totally agree with that statement. Thank you. Bread, very important. Yeah. That, that, that's the big one. You need the, probably, like, you need the proper boat for your sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then... I don't sandwiches is such its own world though, man. I'm like, depends on what you're talking about. Like, could be just like a great aioli that makes the sandwich. Could like, like you said, that example you used, like it was just simply like this. The chicken was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, simple but effective. That's yeah. the biggest part. The sauce. That's but, a great point. Dude, the sauce has to be on point. Bread though, hundred percent. Especially with burgers, cannot Facts. agree with that Facts. more. Like, that could you could have the like. Like burger, everything on it could be perfect, mind blowing. You had a, a bun that's not going to stand up to it. You just like, ruined it. Every, you ruined everything. Yep. Safe to say, it makes or breaks the sandwich. <laughs> it does. I mean, it's literally the definition of a sandwich. Sandwich has to, other other. If it, if there's no bun, there's nothing. It's just a jumbled. You're not going to call a lettuce wrap a sandwich. No, no, we're not. No, no. That's what I want to clarify too. Is before we get into this because it will be heated. Like what clarifies the sandwich? So if we're saying it's based on like the bread, right? There's the buns. It was brought to my attention last year. Apparently, is a hot dog a sandwich? Tales there's meat, there's buns. It's an age-old question. I, I'll trust Pedro's because he's a culinary expert. <laughs> yeah. I would say, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, but I, I'm also by, like I grew up in Chelsea. I grew up in the place where the KM's factory is. So ah. I love hot dogs. Yes, a hot dog's a sandwich, 100%. Wow, we have settled <laughs> the age-old debate today. I've, been, I've only gotten shot down from saying that it was. It's just what? between buns. So now that I have... An executive chef on my back. I mean, I'm flying. Certified. I'm ride this ride this wave. Bring up this episode specifically if people if try to not, challenge it. What is it? Then? Yeah, you know, exactly. is a hot dog just they're just like own realm of a thing. Of that's food? what I'm saying. Maybe well, it kind of deserves it. It's respect. Maybe it like, should be. Yeah. All right. No, I, I can definitely agree. With <laughs> yes, a hot dog should be held up to on a, on a pedestal. Fair enough. I agree. Speaking of pedestals, we'll start with you, Pedro. The draft begins. We're talking about sandwiches. Any sandwich in the world, who are you selecting with your first overall pick? My first overall pick, I'm going to go with the New Orleans Oyster Po' Boy. Ooh. Oyster specifically. Because there's, there's shrimp, there's catfish Po' Boys, but no. Oyster Po' Boy, 100%. I, I can't say I've ever had that sandwich. What about you, boys? 
I've never had it. Oysters for me, it's hit or miss. Oysters and now are they similar to steamers? Is it the same thing? Yeah, but uh, like fried, like the like fried would be so so different. Like the steam, like I feel like a steamer has so much texture to it. To be honest, I've had steamers once in my life. My aunt brought me to the place in Marina Bay. I believe it's called the Shanty. Not disrespecting the Shanty, but after eating the steamer, I felt like it was a piece of gum that was in rainwater for like three days, and then they put it inside this <laughs> thing, and I ate it, and it was just like, it was not good. I Sounds mean, like a disrespect to the Shanty. No, no, no. The, the texture was the biggest <laughs> thing. It tasted like... It was like salt water. I was like, this is not good at all. And granted, maybe, I don't know, maybe I had a bad case of the oysters. But another thing, too, is don't people get sick? Like, I feel like oftentimes when I hear, oh, I, have, I got food poisoning, I'd say nine times out of ten, they're like, well, so what happened? Oh, I had a bad, bad batch of oysters. And, like, and it's, uh, I hate to blame it on the, the restaurant or kitchen or kitchen, like, but it, it goes to, like, improper rotation of food. Because like, mm. uh, oysters, you get... Once they're out of the ocean, you got like seven if you want to push it, but you really shouldn't to ten days. But like ideally, you do not like you should not sit on shellfish at all. Yeah, because exactly like you said, like you can get somebody sick. But like sometimes also like the general public doesn't realize is that like there will be a mass recall on like a specific type of oyster, and but like this recall happens like they just discover like something's going on with the with the water, and like retail happens when like thousands like thousands of voices are already on the show like, Ooh. like I've, I've worked at places where like i've gotten like a 911 call from the oyster purveyor like, hey pull those right now and uh pull them like i sold i sold 70 last night Uh-oh. um wow not a pro, not a pro See, that's the back that's the background stuff that nobody even um, knows yeah that's like the little like little mm. secrets that like people don't get and like that was a perfect example of like this was like six six seven years ago and uh you know, general public didn't realize that like people did get sick and it was messed up because like you know at the end of the day it's like the guest isn't looking at the, at the they're not like oh um, you know this oyster purveyor up in Maine like they blame it on the rest yeah, of like, you're right mm-hmm. little do they know like restaurant got those oysters 36 hours ago like, yeah it wasn't their fault ago, properly stored them like covered in nice the whole nine and then just like oh hey like take those off just another reason to go to New Orleans to try that sandwich though. Yeah, get go to Bourbon Street. That's my uh, my last my my last memory was uh, I was at the uh, end end of Bourbon Street, two thirty in the morning. Ooh. Stumbled into this place, looked at the board, and I was like, oh, it's just a sea of po- like a wall of po' boys. And uh, that's uh, basically the gist of that night. That's all I remember, at least. Wow. Ate that walked out and then was on Bourbon Street till six thirty in the morning. But almost Allegedly. almost at, the, at that point. <laughs> At, at that point, though, you got to think almost any food would taste good at, at that hour. 100%. <laughs> I tested the theory, though. Don't, don't worry. I went back the next day. I was like, okay. Confirm still I'm delicious. I'm not going to hit this at uh, the midway point of uh, of the night on Bourbon Street. We went there beforehand, and I was like, oh. Still right, smooth. Here we go. This is a very legit po' boy. Shlomo, number two overall pick in the sandwich draft. Who are you selecting? Or Let's what are you see. selecting? <laughs> well... You can't go wrong with just a classic burger. Burger's a sandwich in itself. Uh, we're talking nice, thick bun. Like I said, the bun's got to be on point. And you a sesame seed man, or what we got? What I we got? love sesame seed, yeah. yeah. You know what's actually fire? Uh, I believe it's called Dog House, like H-A-U-S. It's uh, it's in California. I used to work at Warner Brothers. It was literally right across the street. I'd dip on my lunch. They had the Hawaiian bun 
things if you ever had one of those yes. oh my god fantastic so i'm gonna go with that with the hawaiian buns barbecue sauce is a must absolutely yeah. hell yeah jake liberty i'm gonna give you the third overall pick because i'm a nice guy nice guy jimmy what do you what are you going on i'm going with a take on two classics that i consider my own it's mr dr j's triple decker dynamite Uh-oh. and it's peanut butter fluff and jelly all three together but there's a very specific order you have to do it it has to be you're making basically a peanut butter and jelly and peanut butter and fluff put them together so jelly peanut butter together on that same peanut butter side peanut butter and then the other one fluff and you put it all together and you get a taste of heaven if you do two jellies or two fluffs it's just all over the place it's a mess you need to have that that peanut butter to balance out the two double peanut butter to balance out the two sandwiches but all at once it's it's something special. It's That's something that I hold close bro. to my heart. I'd love to see everybody try it. Maybe I'll even put it on once. You know, maybe put on a performance for the show. But yeah, I'm going with my triple decker dynamite. You gotta, you gotta bring those for the morning show <laughs> one of these days, man. <laughs> I'll take Fire. mine without jelly though. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I don't, I'm a jelly denier. When, when peanut butter, fluff and, and uh, peanut butter. Give me that. I dabble with Nutella. For You'll a get minute. both. Peanut butter. Nutella. Ooh, Nutella quadruple decker. Oh, yeah. I remember we went to UMass together, Amherst, and uh, top dining hall of the entire country, right? 100%. And I used to feel like royalty. You'd go in, and there was a specific sandwich station, and you go up, and somebody would make you, like, whatever, peanut butter. They put bananas on it for you. So you come up, like, roll out of bed, walk over there. I just felt like a million bucks getting a sandwich from them. Yep. Yep. UMass food was unbelievable. It would go from so stand, you know, peanut butter and jelly to this crazy thing with, you know, oysters and shrimp and whatnot. I don't know if that's true, but... The lobster. It's, yeah, someone... The lobster, for sure, yeah. Which, actually, side note, I don't think they're going to do that anymore. There was a rumor... I don't know if this is true. Apparently, Bill Cosby, who was, like, a... UMass alum. Yeah, he he went there for a doctorate. He used to buy, like, on Halloween. I heard that was rumors. I heard that that was a rumor that people said. I thought that was facts. Like he would buy know. like every year for Halloween, he would do uh, like get lobsters for all the dining halls, and then they would have like you never seen the man show that the dancing lobsters. People mm-hmm. dressed up as lobsters. You come in like kind of wave like this is nuts. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill Cosby. Bill, Bill Cosby. Cosby. Apparently, how many roofies were in the lobsters? I mean, that's a good point. I don't remember any. I don't, yeah, <laughs> like, don't remember. Ooh. No, I think the whole Bill Cosby downfall happened. I think maybe freshman or sophomore year for me yeah and we still had it the next two years so i don't know if he was this maybe he helped but i think they're at least they were still continuing that i had four years there and i had four lobsters maybe more Same. because people would give out the tickets too and you'd go up and get a second one so i'm pretty happy speaking of lobsters lobster rolls or i don't want to steal your thunder did you choose lobster rolls oh god no okay those are oh, very I'm, hit I'm, just, too. I'm just yeah I'm just i didn't i didn't want to choose lobster roll i'm just shocked uh when I proposed a sandwich draft, I didn't think Bill's Cosby's name would, 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 would come above. When I think of sandwiches, I don't really think of uh, old Bill. But uh, hey, that's what's so great about the morning show. I have the last pick in the first round, and I'm not sweating it. I still think I'm going to have the best team, best duo, because we're doing two rounds. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to end the first round with the classic. You cut me open, this will come out. Buffalo chicken sandwich, all right? There is, n- oh my goodness, buffalo chicken, man. The best. I will eat that stuff for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't give a damn. Add some lettuce, tomato, 
It's a blue cheese if you're feeling if you're feeling it. But R.I.P. to Grumpy Whites, which is no longer in existence in Quincy. It was a big staple. They had a delicious sandwich. Probably one of the only things that's really that that good there, yeah. to be honest. But which is probably why they're gone now. But hey, Buffalo's chicken sandwich, you can't beat it. I respect it. That's a great way to end the first round. That's that's honestly a heavy hitter. Yeah, that's a tough one to argue. It's a fan favorite for sure. I think I'm in the lead, Pedro. <laughs> no bias. Round, no round bias. two, we'll start with you. What's your second selection? I'm really torn. I know I mentioned Cubanos earlier, but then I, I just think of like my personal, like what I love, like what my favorite sandwich is to like, make myself. Grilled cheese sandwich. Wow. Classic. Keeping it simple. Can't go like, wrong. Grilled cheese sandwich on like really, really nice sourdough. I'm a big fan of what Roxy's does. I think it should be a combo of... Uh, like room temp butter and uh, mayo. Mm-hmm. Brush your bread with that. Get that down. You do it like you do the uh, you do the mayo so that so that the butter butter doesn't burn. It's gonna uh, toast a lot slower and give you that time to get that cheese all melty. And then I'll usually do like two or three different cheeses, but like super super slow so that bread gets like as crunchy as possible. And then you just get this ooey gooey amazingness. That's fine. It's funny you mentioned grilled cheese or you picked grilled cheese because yesterday having a lazy Sunday in bed, the usual, I'm scrolling through Grubhub, waiting to make my selection, and I see this place come up called Bitch Don't Grill My Cheese. And of course, with a name like that, on it, <laughs> I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, what are the selections here? They have all these different types of grilled cheese sandwiches, and I was very close to ordering, but then my friend JQ kind of points at the fact that they're in New York. They're based in New York. I'm like, listen, why am I seeing this on my Grubhub? So I kind of got scared. I didn't order from Bitch Don't Grill My Cheese, but I think it's a great name for a, for a that business that's, that makes yeah. grilled cheeses. But <laughs> um, why they're in my Grubhub, I don't know. But great pick. Shlomo, uh, your pick. Oh, man. Along those lines, I will have to go with the steak and cheese. <sighs> steak There's dip and cheese or shaved steak and cheese? Shaved steak. Okay. Now, I used to actually take culinary in high school. I was a very promising chef back in the day. And my specialty was the steak and cheese. I've since kind of went in a different direction, obviously. And one of the places I love to go to is Charlie Bennett's in Boston. It's over by Fenway. Absolute flames. I haven't been there since last summer because it's kind of a haul to get in there. But when I do go, it is absolutely fantastic. You know what I'm saying? You got to melt the cheese just right. And put a little bit of salt in there, a little bit of seasoning, as long as it's seasoned. And I'll reiterate it. The bread has to be fresh. Fresh. It's all about the bread. And yeah, I love it. Although, real quick, speaking of bread, James brought this to my attention about a month ago. Subway. Apparently, in certain places, I want to say it's Australia, they don't consider Subway's bread actual bread. That is 100% true. You look uh, look into the ingredients in their quote unquote bread. Uh-huh. It's it's no bueno. It's, uh, it's like some random ingredients that like should not even be like, really consumed by humans. Because like, dude, like okay, perfect thing about great bread is that that great bread should have like maybe four ingredients. If we're talking about a flavor, then like five, six, yeah, know, yeah, whatever the flavor is. But like for the most part, ooh, we're talking like salt. Water, flour, yeast. Yeah. Like, that's it. You shouldn't see this giant list of, like, 25 ingredients. Like chemicals and stuff? Yeah. Like, 
there's fill there's fillers there's stabilized that stabilizers that like increase the shelf life of it and it's like no like good dude good bread four days after you buy it after you opened it yeah it should grow mold yeah that oh. t- that tells me that that's a fra- that's a fresh loaf of bread that it doesn't have a bunch of like stabilizers in it and here's the thing but looking you would have no idea no 100% you would think it's fresh 100%. you would think it's fresh it's fresh that's their motto they drill it in they're like this is the freshest bread you can get it's not even bread i guess it was called azoto azota carb but not for mine i don't know what a big word um, which was a substance also found in yoga mats in the bread. Are you kidding me? Yep. <laughs> You're eating a yoga mat? You're eating a yoga a mat. sweaty yoga mat. I always Ooh. like to fool myself. That's like, the oh, secret in the bread. The sweat. The sweat. The <laughs> salt in there. Yeah. I always, like, I always like to fool myself and be like, oh, I'm eating Subway. I'm kind of eating healthy. No, it's, it's, it's still bad. If you're eating the bread, usually with the, the high-calorie bread, it's bad for you. So wow. go, go, go somewhere else. But I'm flabbergasted, though, because you stole my pick. As hey. you as you usually do, I don't um, think I can be beaten at this point. Burgers and, <laughs> and steak and you, cheese. You fan. I think I'm going to need you to if it's if it comes down to it, I'm going to need you to tell me what's in your f- burger. That will determine right. who's got the better sandwich. That's, that's so. <laughs> fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, but those are two good options. It's it's tough because I was gonna send it on lobster roll and then you had me second guessing it yeah, when you, you were like, oh. I was like. Man, like I love a good lobster roll, but it, it's true. Like it can be hit or miss. Like it depends where you go. Um, you can pay. Cold. I prefer cold, the traditional way. Mayo, mayo. Actually, uh, warm. Like warm, warm, warm butter. butter. It, like if I'm eating lobster out of the shell, yeah, warm with the, the butter. But no, if I want the roll, I want like that that classic style. You guys, ever been to Eventide? No, there's no. one in Fenway and there's one in uh, Portland, Maine. There, that that is my favorite lobster roll in town, and it's uh, they use this like uh, um, bow style bun, mm-hmm. and then it's literally just the lobsters tossed in brown butter, and it's so it's so good. It's like that. Good bang for your buck too. Yeah, yeah, de- def- definitely. Honestly, like uh, uh, like they they're a little bit on the price. You say it's it's more so locations. Like it's Fenway. Like they can, yeah, they can get it. They can they try, can rack it up to whatever they want. 15, They'll still 16, sell it. Seventeen dollars yeah. for. for lobster roll but uh it's definitely a generous amount of lobster in there. Mm. well that's that's the thing too is like with that y- you might be paying 40 dollars and then get like six inches of a lobster roll versus sometimes like there's a place in martha's vineyard i paid like 20 bucks and i got a foot long and it was that's probably my favorite but i won't say lobster roll is my second option in the draft maybe like third or fourth i'm scrolling by some rubens here some club sandwiches and it's just, it's making me think of one that I have a special connection to. And it's out of Milford, Massachusetts at Oliva's Market. Uh, one of my good friends, his family runs it. And their classic, like, classic sub is known as the BOG, the Babe Oliva Grinder. And Babe Oliva was his grandfather who started the thing. And it's mortadella, salami, and hot ham, some tomatoes, kind of like a, a similar to an Italian without all the, like, the lettuce and the stuff in there. Um, and just the bread that they use the balance of you know the meats and the cheese that they use is just perfect and out of sandwiches for consistency like places i've gone and gotten just a good sandwich over and over the bog does not fail so i want to give a quick shout out to oliva's market babe oliva and my buddy mike taroli so i'm going with my top two the triple decker dynamite peanut butter jelly and fluff and the bog from oliva's in milford 
try to. I love he's he's very custom with that. I was yeah, sort yeah. of very general <laughs> yeah. burgers and steak and cheese. I love it. I, I think that's why Jake might be in the lead right now, but I'm gonna Emotional attachment will do it. You wanna evoke emotion in these responses. Oh, yeah. That's big facts. Jimmy, bring us home. Well the thing about it is I was gonna pick steak and cheese. I threw him off. And, a little curveball. And, and now I can't and I'm I'm a bit devastated. But you know what? I'm come back strong confidently say with the last pick in this sandwich draft I'm going to go with a classic knuckle sandwich <laughs> you like that one if you're, <laughs> too quick if you're not if you're not if you're not lucky enough you'll get I don't know what I'm trying to say Meat, <laughs> meatball sandwich I'm going to go with meatball someone classic. had to say it give me, give someone me had to some say parmesan it. on top fit as many of those you can into, into, into a nice hoagie and yeah give me meatball for the win meatballs <laughs> And uh, Buffalo Chicken. That's my uh, my team. That's who I'm rocking with. Those are honestly very, very Buffalo filling. Chicken and we have a personal sub. thing with yes. meatball subs. Pickles. Pickles I, know this the meat. <laughs> I know this is like a weird... What? I don't know. I don't know why. Pickles on a meatball sub. It's I'm always, not even going to knock it because I like pickles and I like meatballs. I don't know why. Like, it's I've never tried it. I won't say it. The weirdest combo ever, but it, I, like, to me, it's so good. Yeah, I, that's I a game changer. I get, I'm not I get even looks so like no. when I go to a sub shop and ask for that, they're like, "That's really? not too blasphemous," but you know, because the meatball <laughs> sandwich is pretty plain. You got the sauce, you got the meat, the cheese, but add, add a little something extra to it. I like that. I'm just saying, that's not time, even, even even a little yeah. corner. Just tell them to put a little pickle. Just Balances out it, the sauce too. That's not a bad <laughs> idea actually. But meatballs, it comes down to the meatball itself. So like those can be extremely hit or miss, but mm-hmm. the ones that do hit. Like, you just sit there and be like, I just had the best meatball sub in my life, and, like, I'm satisfied. So, those are two two good options They also there. have to be very careful with the sauce. Too much sauce, and like I said at the beginning, it ruins you, the bread. But you like a lot of sauce. I'm shocked you didn't go Sloppy Joe. I've seen you no, eat about dude. a thousand Sloppy Joes in your lifetime, <laughs> Listen, man. I was going to say Sloppy Joe. You have to be careful, because many times, like, I remember I first really got into this, this meatball sub phase, I would eat them and, like... One, I have a beard now, so like yeah. all over the beard. And the marinara sauce, it you have to be cautious because it, it drips, it falls over. They have to be very light with it. If you don't eat it quick enough, your bread gets very soggy. It's not something you can take home and eat tomorrow because tomorrow your bread's going to be gone. Super unappetizing the next day. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a one and done kind of thing. Just like this draft, one and done for me because <laughs> I won, baby. At least that's what I think. Anyone else that's listening to the show, any of the fans, let us know on social media. Who do you think won this draft? Shlomo, Pedro, and Jake, thank you for drafting with me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Mass Music Morning Show. Have a good day. This is Antonio Acoeli. This is the one and only JQ from the Hills Turn Podcast. This is Jimmy from the Q. And you're listening Mass Music Radio. And you're listening to Mass Music Radio. Mass Music Radio.